Welcome to Sisters Usaga, a sci-fi fantasy recap podcast. I'm MK. And I'm Libby. We're two sisters who love to discuss fantasy and sci-fi stories that transport us to worlds more magical than our own. We've noticed that the female perspective is often missing in the sci-fi and fantasy genres, both in the development process and in the fandom discourse. So we're going to examine both old and new epics through feminist-colored glasses. This may lead to thirsting after unsuspecting characters with six-packs. Or throwing shade at sexist tropes that should have long ago been pushed through the moon door. We'll be dissecting all aspects of the films and shows we cover, so be warned, there are spoilers on the road ahead. Today we're covering episode four of House of the Dragon, entitled King of the Narrow Sea. Hi guys. Welcome back, Ted. Welcome to Westeros. Thanks. (laughs) Thank you. Things have gone wrong this time around, but... We're working with we'll, what we will try to get through have. it. Um, warning up top, you know, we've got incest, we've got sexual relations, um, we've got abuse of power. Sure, we've got new haircuts, hideous body sores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was gross. Oh, God. <sighs> yeah disturbing stuff as Libby said this episode is called King of the Narrow Sea Um, we open with Rhaenyra listening to a line of suitors as they make their case for her hand in marriage the first guy is super old and she like makes a joke like was my great grandma beautiful or something and then he was like is my great grandma hot yeah and and he was like um that was a like that was like 50 years ago and she's like yeah my question still stands that's how old you are (laughs) And then everyone starts chuckling. It was <laughs> a sick burn. And then the next person up is a child. And there's like a guy off to the side. And he's like shit talking the child. He's well, like, the, the child. I mean, he's oh, probably oh, like 14, right? Oh, the Blackwoods. <laughs> what have they done? Type of stuff. Yeah. Right. I mean, he seems like he's like probably 13 or 14. And, and the kid ends up getting super mad and like fighting the dude who is bullying him. And he like guts him. And Rhaenyra's like, I'm peacing out. And she leaves. And then on the boat home, she's talking to Cole about how she, he's like, oh, is your dad going to be mad that you cut your tour short by two months? And she's just like, whatevs. Yeah, she doesn't care. <laughs> um, so I called it her find my suitor tour she cut that short and then Caraxes comes from the sky and knocks the boat a bit and it sends Rhaenyra's head head first into the side of the boat but she doesn't seem to really care she's just like so happy to see Caraxes and she knows that means the daemon's here and she's thrilled Mm. that's what it seems like to me yes totally so daemon strolls into court a little bit of a swagger as his usual as he usually does and he has like this new short haircut and this new crown. And Rainier's what's it made, the made driftwood out of? Oh driftwood. Crown. A okay. driftwood crown. And Rainier's like watching him like a hawk and like moving through the crowd and trying to like keep track of him. And he says we smashed the triarchy. Um, so Teddy was right that it was a triarchy. I said it was a triarchy. Teddy said it was a tri city. Oh okay. Then Libby is right. The fuck's the difference? (laughs) (laughs) 
that I was right and you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, once we smashed the triarchy, they named me king of the narrow sea. But he's like, but I only see one king. And he gets down on one knee and he says, the crown and the stepstones are yours. So he like walks in with a crown on and it's like, you can tell it's like, you don't really wear a crown around a king. Like he's the one who wears crowns. You right. Know? So then he like sets the crown down at his feet and he's like basically trying to like make peace. And everyone watches tentatively because they know that whatever's decided is going to be kind of a big deal. And they hug and as I suspected they would. And everyone claps. And Can I say one thing? Yeah, of course. He kneels before him and he says, here, take the crown of the narrow seas. And then the king says, rise. And then he stands up and they hug. Mm-hmm. He kind of like. I got choked up. <laughs> Damon kind of puts his head on he his says, shoulder. Rise. Yeah. yeah and he he kind of just goes like, like he's a dragon or something. Puts his head yeah. On like an animal. Kind of yeah. nuzzled well, into him. Feel oh, and I was like, I wish I had brothers. You know. Oh, <laughs> you. Not Damon. I don't think you don't have a brother. <laughs> so. Uh, Vasera says the realm owes you a large debt brother and it's just like all kind of brushed under the rug even though like you could argue that's kind of outrageous for everything that happened to just be like whatever let's hug and be merry blood is thick Damon was like super blatantly treasonous he stole Dragonstone he stole an egg it was a prank and then (laughs) it's a joke And then he went to war, like, with the sea snake and, like, didn't consult the king about it. Like, I think Ted's, like, it's just what brothers do. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm like, he has a dragon. Can he do what he wants? No. The sea snake had been pleading with the king for months or years, for all we know, to do something. And he didn't. Mm -hmm. So the the sea snake did it on his own. Because he knew it was happening. And I'm not luckily, saying they should have, shouldn't have done it. I'm just saying that made Viserys look really bad. And Viserys was really mad about that. Now he's like really chill. Yeah, I mean, Viserys is kind of a pushover, you know? True. But I think trying to trying to rein Damon in, it's like a wild horse. Like you don't want to completely trap him. But you want to make him think that he also has his own autonomy, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I'm Agreed. just wondering yeah. why do you even okay. have to do that? Okay, well, the at king all. was like, I command you to go back to your wife. And he didn't do it. And he didn't do it, right? Yeah, no, he didn't. And he did it again this episode? Yeah, at the end of this episode. Go back to your wife. Yeah. He's he said, of course, bro. <laughs> all right, so there's a party later, and Viserys seems happy that his cool younger brother is there. He's acting kind of like a kid. And Rhaenyra and Alicent have a conversation. Oh, so I guess uh, Rhaenyra, Alicent, Damon, and Viserys are talking. And Alicent is like, oh, maybe maybe Damon will want to see the new tapestries. And Viserys is like, oh, yeah, he really cares about tapestries, Alicent. <laughs> <laughs> so painful <laughs> to watch. And she's like really hurt. And then Rhaenyra's like, I'll see them or whatever. And she walks away. And then Alicent and her have a conversation about... How Alicent is jealous of Rhaenyra because she's like, all of these, all of these suitors are scrambling after you or whatever. And Rhaenyra's like, they don't care about me. They just want to be the queen's husband. 
Okay. So does she want to marry for love? Is that her deal? Like I just Rhaenyra. She yeah. doesn't want to get married. She doesn't want to get married at all. Yeah, I doesn't seem like she wants to get married. She just does she seems kind of wise beyond her years in a lot of ways. So I don't really get why this is so hard for her. This concept is so hard for her to grasp. Like, okay, she doesn't want to get married. Fine. Just marry the most favorable match and then move on. Like still do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was gonna say, so then Allison just like well, I've just been really lonely lately because, like, I'm the queen. Like, like nobody's my friend. <laughs> and I said, this just feels like two rich, popular girls talking about how, like, they can't get guys to leave them alone. Yeah. And the other one can't make friends because she's too pretty or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, their problems are, like, I'm the queen and it's lonely. And then it's, like, I'm going to be the queen and all these men want to marry me. <laughs> Did you, did you did you catch the Rhaenyra burn? What did she say? She said, I don't want to just be imprisoned in some castle oh, and squeeze yeah. out a bunch of airs. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Oops. Do you think that was a legit Oopie. Oop, Oops. oopsie? Or was she, like, I think she probably. No, I think that was, she was just speaking in generalities. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, oops, she's that's like, your life. Oh, that is, oh. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I mean, yikes. I mean, Allison's like. But I mean, did Allison bummer. even have a choice in it? Like when he announced who he was going to marry, it's not like he was like, Allison, do you want to do this? Like he was just like, I've chosen a wife and it's Allison. And then they got married. So it's not really a burn to her because it's not like she really chose this. I mean, she just kind of had to marry him because he picked her. I wonder if there's an argument for she, her dad told her to go see the king and she did it and. Even though he's her dad, could she still have just pretended to go but not gone? Or, you know, like, did is there some sort of point where she could have made different choices? Where and she not consented to it, I guess, or like yeah. made, helped make it happen? Well, no, I'm saying, is does she, did she have any agency in where she's ended up now? Because I, I don't know, I could I could see it argued either way. She she just did what her dad told her to do. She kind of had no other choice, or she kind of went along with it, and she could have resisted more than she did. No. <laughs> I don't think she had a choice. Okay. That's interesting. So we cut to a one-on-one -on -one conversation with Rhaenyra and Damon, and Rhaenyra inquires about what Damon is doing back. And she said, "You." oh, he says you've matured yourself these last four years. And I'm like, ew! Because it was giving, like, you've grown up. <laughs> you've got titties. Into a woman vibes. See, I, didn't, I didn't get that. Okay, cool. I just meant, like, what's up, bro? Like, you're grown up. No, not like that. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just, that's not how I took it. I was, I was getting. You took it as creepy. I, well, I was getting, like, both of them were getting a vibe. I wasn't, Oof. I wasn't giving, like, it was one-sided. I, I think she's, she definitely has feelings for, for him or. I think kind of she puts has him a up, crush on him. A crush on him. She kind of puts him up on a pedestal. Right. And he knows that, I think. And we, we'll talk more about that. But she said, my mother was made to produce heirs until it killed her. I won't be subject. I won't subject myself to the same fate. And Damon says, you cannot live your life in fear. You will, or you will forsake the best parts of it. Which I was like, you don't have to birth the baby. So maybe like, you don't really get it. 
I, I think that's a, in general, like a, an inspiring phrase. Like you can't live your life in fear cause you'll miss out on things. But I also think her fears are legitimate. It's not just like YOLO, you know, it's like she could die if she has children. So that's seems reasonable that she wouldn't want to do that. He definitely seems out of touch with that yeah. sentiment and is not the person to be talking to about it, probably. No, for if sure. If she's looking for someone He's not gonna get it. to like validate her feelings, it's not going to be him. No. <laughs> All right. So, meanwhile, Viserys sits with his small council and Otto informs him of Lord Corliss's doings. Corliss returned to Driftmark following his and Damon's triumph at the Stepstones. Still sour over Viserys' spurning his daughter, Lena's hand, the sea snake is now chatting with the sea lord of Bravos, planning to marry Lena to the sea lord's son. So it sounds like this isn't necessarily set in stone, but it's like in talks. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like really bad because if Bravos and the sea snake are teamed up, that's a huge power couple, basically. Mm-hmm. That could easily... I'm assuming, be like a formidable opponent to the, the crown. Later, Rhaenyra inexplicably finds a bag full of strange clothes in her room, along with a drawing that illustrates a secret passageway behind, behind her bed. She dons the clothes, moves the bed, and sneaks out outside the castle to find Damon, who's wearing a cloak as well. And he kind of just like dramatically like turns around and she follows him. Are we supposed to believe she didn't know there was a secret door in her own bedroom? It seems like she didn't know that, but I thought it was really cool. It might be a new bedroom. Oh, why would it be a new bedroom? Wasn't there some, like, Legos in there? (laughs) I thought I saw... No, I don't think there was. I thought I saw a little miniature city, but maybe I'm wrong. It's a cool room. Damon leads his niece into the streets of King's Landing. Cool Uncle Damon takes her out, and it's pretty lit. (laughs) <laughs> I just feel like she looked super impish this whole time. Like every time it shot to her face, she was just like smiling like a crazy person. <laughs> like, and things would be happening. And it will, if it had been me, I would have been scared. Like my face would have been like concerned or surprised. And she just like Rhaenyra. had the same kind of almost laughable, like grin on her face, like yeah. the whole time. Yeah. But I think that's, I, I noticed that too. And I feel like I was kind of impressed by how not scandalized she was. Like, she was just, like, every step of the way, she was just, like, cool, cool. Like, she's just, like, very open-minded. Yeah, like, base, uh, that just didn't make sense to me because I'm, like, she's clearly never seen things like this before. She's very sheltered. I know, but it's, like, she's really sheltered, but she's also very, like, down. She's just kind of down for anything. Obviously. <laughs> Which is not how I would be, so I'm just, like, fascinated by it. Couldn't she have seen all this as, like, a a menagerie? Like, oh, we're going out to the circus. Look at all the freaks. And, you know. Yeah. And, oh, look at at them over there. (laughs) That is what I feel like she kind of thought it was, right? I mean, that's... She's a Targaryen. She's not a... Hightower. (laughs) So she sees, like people like blowing fire and like people like doing it in like a alleyway and then like someone walking a tightrope and she's just like whoa this is cool and then it cuts to the king getting his many sores cleaned 
God, which is the most disturbing. No. What is happening? Anything with him in this episode is pretty disturbing. Yeah, he's so he's he has a lot more sores than we have seen before, and he's getting them cleaned by like some nurses. And uh, Allison comes in and she's like, "Just leave, like I'll do it," and she like cleans his sores, which we luckily don't have to see. It, it was, was sweet of her to do that. Though. It was sweet of her to do that, but I felt sad for her. <laughs> like Rhaenyra is out like having fun on like a Friday night, and she's <laughs> and Allison just like at home with her like elderly husband, yeah. like cleaning his cleaning sores. His like her life sucks, and I don't, I don't know if there's <laughs> what part of the episode she's just like holding her baby, and the baby's like crying. Oh yeah. And um, actually on the Ringer Pod, they said like her window looked like like it had bars on it like mm. she was literally in prison like just like holding a baby just like in i prison. was surprised by that part because she probably has plenty of like nursemaids i kind of was surprised by that too i was could, like don't you have like 50 nannies like she should just be like someone come take the baby you know yeah think about cersei like do you think she rocked her baby ever like once <laughs> it's funny too because cersei like her entire personality was like how important her children were to her but like i agree she probably didn't do those things right (laughs) they weren't important to her because they were like her sweet babies they were important to her because they were like her legacy after the lovely sore cleaning scene we're back in king's landing with rainier and damon and they're watching a play and the performers are acting out the battle for the iron throne will rainier take the crown or will viserys give the crown to his son aegon and they're kind of making fun of everyone um especially rainier and Rhaenyra kind of looks like the crowd is kind of booing her character and like doesn't seem to be on her side and she's kind of mad about this and she um Damon's watching her reaction very closely and kind of saying you know these people aren't on your side and she's like why do they have to be it doesn't matter what they want and he's like it does matter what the people think and what they want especially when you're ruling when you're ruling them yeah i thought to me so if you think about you know later on you know that he wants to marry her so it's almost like he's kind of trying to convince her like you should marry me too because people Mm. will want me to be king and they'll accept it more easily and as you saw in that play, like, people don't want you to be queen, but right. they will if you marry me. Right. Which, obviously, in the, at the time, I was like, he's trying to make her maybe not want to be queen, but I didn't know fully what he was doing. So then Rainier pretends to be a thieving boy and, like, steals something and runs away. And Damon's like, I'll get them. And he runs after her. She runs into Harwin Breakbone Strong. So I'm like, is this Lionel Strong's son? Oh. They don't seem... To be, like, age-wise a father-son, but maybe Lionel Strong just seems younger than he is. Uh, for the record, I love Lionel Strong. <laughs> yeah, what? We know. What? Maybe even in love. I didn't but, know you even knew who he was. But you know what I want to say is, in all of Game of Thrones, there's never been someone without their own ambition. So I think there might be more to him. Like, maybe he's not that trustworthy. Maybe he has his own agenda. I mean, I think everyone has their own agenda, but, like, it seems like his, so far, he's he's wanted what's best for the realm as a whole, rather than, like, himself. Yeah, but that 
just it could be a play. I don't know. I don't know if I trust him. I mean, well, you're in I mean, love with him, so maybe you. Should I'm in love with him, but when they <laughs> reveal him. that he's actually <laughs> part of the triarchy or something, I'll be like, Lido. <laughs> 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 he's got ulterior motives honestly i mean he wasn't even in this episode so i don't know why we're really talking about him but (laughs) well you're saying this guy is his son he must be related to him in some way because his name his last name's strong apparently but but he's clearly some sort of a king's guard i thought it was that guy that checked her out at the hunt oh you know if 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 that could be totally possible i don't know but it could totally be possible uh, then where did you get the information that he was a broke back strong or whatever his name is? Yeah. <laughs> from a from a different recap. Okay. So oh. I'm assuming they got I mean they got them from somewhere. You really shouldn't call him broke back. That might have some insinuations. Okay. So she gets caught by him and he's immediately like princess. Like he recognized her immediately, even with the hat on. Which makes it kind of like in the ringer they were like, How would nobody know that it was them? Like even with hats on, they're like the most famous people. Whatever. I don't know. They don't have like Facebookers, Instagram then. So I don't know. But they would never have seen her. They would have seen her once in a parade. I guess. Well, I and she had pants on. Like she just she was in disguise. Yeah, totally. She did amazing disguise. So then Breakbones immediately. <laughs> Breakbones immediately. No, sorry. Broke back. Immediately <laughs> recognizes her. And he sees that she's with Damon, so he kind of, like, leaves it alone. Um, so then a maid knocks on Allison's door, and she, <laughs> I said, basically tells her the king wants to bang. <laughs> but I think she says the king would like you in his rooms or something like that. So she's like, um, it's really late. And the girl's like, yes, yeah, he wants you in his yeah, room Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, mm-hmm. And so she, yeah, it shows them bouncing a wow wowing And it's just basically Allison, like, Looking like she's splayed out, pinned under him, disassociated. Disassociating, for um, sure. Which is quite disturbing and sad and terrible to watch. And then the like <laughs> lesions all over his back. Yeah, he, he's just situation. like lesions all over his back as she just like lays there like dead in the eyes. And my notes also said, King ain't looking too good. <laughs> Got a lot of lesions. Yep, a lot of lesions. That's bad. Um, it's, it's bleak. So later, Damon leads Rhaenyra into a brothel. She seems to find all the forking amusing. <laughs> um, which... Forking. <laughs> <laughs> which I was like, good for her. Because kind of what we were saying earlier, you were like, why is she so like chill about this? And I was just like, good for her, you know? Because I think... She'd also been drinking the whole time. Yeah, so that, that kind of gets brought up later. They both apparently have been drinking a lot, which... I have to say, wasn't totally clear to me in the moment. They show her maybe drinking one drink. Yeah. So Damon, once they like enter a certain area of the pleasure house, which kind of seems to be like where the back rooms are, where like the real stuff happens, you know, mm-hmm. he like takes her beanie off of her head and gives it to someone. And immediately I was like, he wants her to be recognized because mm. why else would he take want that to be taken off? So... This is calculated. This is a plan. Why else would he want? It just felt like a setup. It was like, why would he want her to be recognized? Because she would be if she if she didn't have that hat on. Um. So Damon explains what pleasure houses are and how folks come here to do whatever they want. They start kissing. Just, just, just put in my notes where I'm like, 
No, things are getting creepy. No. No. We just went through an uncomfortable sex scene, and now this is happening. I just felt, it felt so weird to me. I just felt like he was, well, now I, I do think he wanted them to be seen and stuff. It's more a political ploy than anything else. Like, I don't believe yeah. that he, like, I didn't get a vibe that he was, like, really into, into her. her. That Not he, really. This was more just, like, either. his own... I'm confused plan, by that because then on the ringer they were saying like oh they both are into each other and I was like I just have always felt like Damon knows she's into him and Damon uses that when he needs to mm. in this instance yeah so basically they start kissing but then Damon just like stop and there's I love the ringer like we're like things were going on below the belt we couldn't see and we don't know what was going on there and then it basically seems like Damon gets mad or frustrated and then just like leaves her there. And it kind of seems like maybe he can't perform. It's either it's either he can't perform and he wanted to. He can't perform because he isn't really into it and knows it's wrong. Mm. Um, or a mixture of the two. I think he can't get it up. Like and that's we saw that with his wife. My whore. Masseria. It's common whore. Masseria. Remember? Sex worker. Yeah. Remember? Oh, sorry. His sex, his guma. His sex worker. We saw it with her. Could get it up. Couldn't keep it. I forgot about that. In my Yes, notes, but the question is, is it that... Exactly. Is yep. reason why he couldn't because he knew it was wrong and he knew he was using her to be king? Oh, no. And because he was, she was his niece. No, like he couldn't get it up. He, <laughs> If he would have gotten it up, he would have banged Rhaenyra. See, I disagree. I think part of the reason why it wasn't working was because he knew it was wrong and he kind of wasn't into it. And he was like, this isn't right. Maybe you're giving him too much credit. He was like pissed. Why was he pulling back so much? Because he he knew it was wrong. MK's trying to say that he had a moral, his moral compass kicked in. And I'm like, they freaking would, they would be like, Damon almost did it, but then he didn't because he's such a good guy. <laughs> did you see what Damon did, you guys? <laughs> Wait, Look what he did here. No, episode, I'm not watching them. Okay, good. I am. Libby said, it, Libby said it's good context. It is because they've been showing a lot of the king, right? Mm-hmm. The actor. Uh, I think they do show him, yeah. yeah. So then after Damon ditches Rhaenyra, like she's like partially like un unclothed yeah i felt bad for her she like her pants were down i was like yeah "Mm." and she was just like abandoned in this uh sex worker (laughs) facility (laughs) a sex worker facility just call it what it is a whorehouse so she like walks out of there and a little boy like clocks her and kind of follows her and i was like he's definitely a little little birdie a little bird and he's watching Mm -hmm. so cut to Rhaenyra walking back into her room and Kristen is standing outside the front door because he's supposed to be like guarding her door and he's like wait a minute I thought you were in there where are you coming from he's like huh (laughs) huh and he's like "Uh, are you okay are you hurt like I need to tell the king and she's like no and she opens the door and she grabs his helmet and she like playfully like it's like, oh, I'm going to give it back. Oh, I'm not. And it's kind of trying to get him into the room. And then she kisses him. And he's like 
It seems like he's really surprised. One thing that happened in between that was Allison is laying in the royal bed and, and she sees a rat or something. She sees a rat and she's like, no reaction. Do you think that's what it was supposed to show? She's just numb. I don't know what it was supposed to show. I was like, why the fuck is there a rat in there? I would have been like, <laughs> <laughs> she's numb. There yeah. are probably rats everywhere. It's like medieval times. That shit in the royal bedroom? I would have been like, excuse me, like, soldier outside the door, please come get this rat out of here. Well, it makes me think of how he's got the lesions all over him, like things are just going to shit, kind of. like. Oh, there's oh. a rat in their midst. <laughs> Everything is falling apart for him, for sure. Sure. So, back to Rainier and Kristan. She keeps kissing him, and I, it was interesting because I, he wasn't really reciprocating it, and I was kind of like... She's in a power position over him. That's what I was going to say. He didn't seem overly into it. Like He, he does eventually, but I think... So he has taken he a vow a, not so he to, is do breaking to, bang. to do the, he the has thing. Breaking, oh, wait, he no. has broken his vow doing this. No, no, Broke no. No, back his, no his vow is to, to father no children and have no wives or whatever. It's kind of like take. It's kind of like the wall. They still go down so to So then the, what vow has he broken? To the sex worker facility. <laughs> The guys from the from the wall still go down to the sex worker for so yeah. long from time to time. Then I don't get that. Then what vow did he break? But really, he probably is a vow of celibacy. Oh, I thought his vow was like he couldn't do it with the queen. No, I think they probably take a vow of celibacy. Oh, okay. But oh, really, they still bang on the side. Everyone's talking about like, oh, he broke his vow. Like he would never do that. I'm like, whatever. Snow snowed. Or maybe it was the article huh? I was reading or something. Yeah, yeah. true. But he kind of, like, wasn't even on, like... You know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> so, he seemed, like, very, very hesitant. And I think, like, he, like, puts his robe down. And then he kind of, like, makes a decision to do it. And it kind of seems like he was, like, really, really conflicted. And then he just decides, like, fuck it, kind of, at some point. Yeah, but to me, it wasn't... I don't know. I'm just, like, I didn't get why. Like, I was, like, why did... In the end, they say, like, he's carried a torch for her for a long time. But Who I think, said that? Like, the director, some of the directors oh, or whatever. okay. Which I didn't really get because I've always... I wasn't totally getting that vibe either. Definitely, I've got the vibe that she was into him. But yes. I, I've definitely felt like he thought of her more as, like, a, like a, a little, little sister. Yeah. I, was, I would agree. And she still seems young. Like before, MK, when you said, like, I don't think anything romantic will happen with her until, until she's, aged, she's up. aged up. Oops. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, I, was wrong I guess about that. that's not happening. And here I we mean, are. in real life, she's 22, but she looks very young. Like, right. she's just so small. She's so petite. Mm-hmm. It's like whenever she like was like kissing Damon or Kristen, I was like, she just looks like a little child kid to me. Yeah. She did, <laughs> especially when she had like the little hat on, you know, yeah. she in her little yeah. disguise. She looked super young, but but that I was gonna say that scene to me, like I, I think with Game of Thrones, they're not known for filming sex scenes in the best way. I think especially showing women's bodies when it's not necessary, like it's very male gaze. Oh yeah, like yeah, very like like oh. the entire you know Game of Thrones show is just like male gaze like stamped on it yeah yeah yeah. and i felt like the scene like when i watched it i was like wow like that felt like i wasn't watching that scene from the male gaze like that felt 
if you if not the female gaze just like more neutral not gratuitous very like the part where you can submit um Kristen's butt like his back <laughs> shot or whatever with his booty I was like a little something for the ladies <laughs> and then it may, became more clear later on when it was a female director yeah when then, this episode was directed Libby by a woman me, Libby told me it was a female director and I was like that totally makes sense mm-hmm. with how that scene was shot and so, it ends on her face Mm-hmm. Like that whole scene, it did ends on her face, mm-hmm. not really? his Definitely. or not them together. Definitely. After that, Otto receives a tip from the White Worm, which is the the sex worker facility that they were at, <laughs> and the kid who we saw out, you know, in the White Worm, who saw Rhaenyra, tells we don't see what he tells Otto, but we can assume. The next day, we see Damon wake up in a brothel with Masaria who he used to be have a thing with, but they do not seem to be together anymore. Which I didn't know. Yeah, we it was like it was like trying through their like dialogue, trying to figure out what their relationship was mm-hmm. to each other at this point. And it definitely seemed like they were not in any way involved and definitely hadn't spoken in some time. Well he has been at war, but Um, the Ringer had a theory that like that day that we saw the like the prank like, she pieced out she pieced out and they yeah. haven't seen each other since. Which I was like, that would make sense. So she concocts a a hangover cocktail for him, and he refuses it and calls her a common whore, which I was like, what the F? Maybe she hurt him, and so he can't. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's probably that, like, she ended it. And And she says she's not a whore anymore, and that, like, she basically has, like, graduated to a higher level of She's found a different career path. She's found a different career path, and we're not sure what it is, but she does tell him to pay on the way out, so maybe she owns the inn, and then also she gives money to the kid that we saw spying, so she must, so my theory was- She has some, like, little birdies out on the street. She has, like, she has, like, Master Whispers level of, like, a network of spies that she, like, and then she sells info to people, and- if you know who goes to all the brothels, yeah, you've got blackmail. So true. So Otto enters Viserys's chambers to relay what he heard from the messenger regarding Damon and Rhaenyra. He tells the king the pair were spotted in a pleasure house, and Viserys like immediately says it's a lie, and he will take the eyes of the messenger. And Otto insists that the messenger has never like steered him wrong before. Viserys makes Otto spell it out. He's like, "Say it, say it." <laughs> He's like. There's a rumor that they, he says that they were coupling. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the word he used. It means banging. Yeah, we <laughs> Which know. means banging. And um, Allison is like hiding behind something, like listening to this whole conversation. There's a lot of these little places where people can listen. Do you think that's fucked up? Damon did that too. Oh, I'm just up on the balcony. Oh, that's what you guys are planning. That's what you Viserys kind of turns on Otto and he says like you're a snake and like you you're not that you're not as smart as you think you are and he's like are you willing to destroy my family for power and like all this stuff he like really goes against him really yeah which I was surprised by because it's like oh you're finally turning against him like after all this it time. It feels like he's kind of been blind to it until now. Yeah, I know. Which, this whole episode, we'll talk, uh, like, a little bit later about what happens. But I'm like, so you seem to be aware of how, like, slimy he is. But, like, it just kind of, you just don't do anything about it until someone makes you, basically. Well, it worked for him up until now. I guess. 
So after this, uh, Allison confronts Rhaenyra about the rumor she heard, she overheard. And Rhaenyra, like, swears on her mother's life, her death, that she, like, that Damon didn't touch her, which we obviously know is not true. Um, but Alicent is being very kind of judgmental and, like, she's like, you Targaryens do have queer customs. And da- Damon certainly knows no limit. And it's is true. kind of saying, like, how could you, basically, like, how could you be so stupid as to, like, sully yourself? Like, how could you... Like, she's being pretty judgy about it. She's probably more scared that she's going to get murdered and same with her kids. That's crossed her mind yet. I, yes? She seems I don't think just, so. like, very... I don't think she's smart enough to think that yet, but I could be wrong. But I if think... Damon and Rhaenyra Yeah, but she married, isn't thinking that. She isn't thinking that they're going to get she's married. A, she's a, a high tower. She's like Otto. She thinks like that. She thinks that... She probably thinks ahead of... Whatever, it's like chess. Maybe, but I just got a weird vibe from her about, because she was so emotional about it all, and she was just like, how could you do that to yourself? It's like, I mean, I felt bad because she probably doesn't have good associations with sex, considering yeah. her experience That's of it. That's for sure. Yeah. So maybe there's some jealousy there, too, of like, oh, well, Rainier gets to go do whatever she wants, and like, frolic around a brothel while she's like bang a bunch of dudes this made me feel like alice i feel like i'm so up and down on allison like i feel like last episode i liked her more and this episode i'm like you're boring like you're judging her for like being now she's like impure or whatever like i feel like yeah that's just such like a boring opinion to have it's not what you would want like your friend to be like you'd want your friend to be like good for you girl except if it is your uncle i think there's a (laughs) True, true, true. A certain amount that of judgment. Was, what did I text you that she needs a sassy gay best friend? Yeah, Where yeah, he's yeah. like, look at your life, look, look at, at your, your choices. choices. Have you yeah. ever slept with this guy? Actually, I did. Yeah, big <laughs> slut, good for you. Something like that. Um, yeah, but the whole uncle thing's kind of a bummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's she does, need, she does need that. Yeah, she really does. Also, the ringer thinks, this is what I heard from the ringer. That if Damon hadn't done what he did, but proposed like he that he marry Rhaenyra, like that would have been cool. But it's that he tried to tarnish her reputation, get so that he would have to marry her. But like if he had gone through like more traditional routes, like if he wasn't married and if he was available and he was like, hey, I think Rhaenyra and I should get married, that like they would have been like cool. You think her dad would have been in that time? The Targaryens would not have bat an eye at those at niece and uncle marrying. But it was the way, like, he's already married, and then it was the way that he tried to, like, ruin her reputation. Mm-hmm. That was the problem. That time period, like, siblings married each other and no one cared. In in Targaryen families. Mm. Just Targaryen families? I think so. Yeah. All right. So Viserys talks to Damon, and he's enraged, so he kicks him in the side and holds a blade to his to his throat and he's infuriated with Damon for deflowering his daughter. And Damon doesn't deny the accusation, even though he knows like that it didn't actually happen. I mean, something happened, but not deflowering. He said, "Better her first experience be with me than some whore." Ugh. And I was like, "Ah, no!" So awful. Uh, and he asked Viserys if he can wed Rhaenyra, 
And Viserys is like, you're already married. And Damon's like, that didn't stop Aegon the Conqueror from taking a second wife. And Viserys says, you don't lust after my daughter, you lust after my throne. And Viserys orders him to return to the Vale where his wife resides. The king gives his brother the boot, claiming he doesn't want to see Damon again. Like, ever again. Yeah. It seems like a, a much more, like, final goodbye than the previous one we saw. He's very angry. He's pissed. Alicent then urges Viserys to talk to his daughter. She wholeheartedly believes that Rhaenyra is innocent in all of this, which, you know, you could argue she is, but not in the way that Alicent thinks. Mm. Anyways, um, so later he talks to Rhaenyra. So she walks in, and the Aegon the Conqueror's dagger is sitting in, like, fire. Viserys says that when the dagger is in in um heated up basically mm-hmm. it's, it's says, like when gandalf puts the ring into the fireplace yeah yeah, yeah. So it says, it's quite that. it's quite cool <laughs> so it says from my blood come the prince that was promised and his will be the song of ice and fire so it says that on the blade John Snow. and basically Viserys reminds Rhaenyra that she has a responsibility that is more important than her desires and she's like he's like you're gonna marry Lenore Sea Snake's son and she's like so you're just gonna marry me off to like get rid of your political headache and he's like you are my political headache <laughs> which is the best yeah, yeah true uh, <laughs> Viserys reveals um or so after that, Rhaenyra is like, fine, I'll marry Lenore, but only if you fire Otto as your hand because he's awful. Like, basically, if I'm going to do this, you have to do this. What is that called? Quid, quid, pro, quid, pro, quid pro, pro, quo. <laughs> quid pro, Making pro. Making a deal. <laughs> Douchebag. Cuts to Viserys confronts Otto, accusing him of lying his way into power. And he says, like, you've served Jaehaer, you served Jaehaerys well. But you would do anything to get your blood on the Iron Throne. Viserys reveals he didn't initially see how Otto orchestrated the meetings between him and Alicent, but he now sees that he orchestrated basically his marriage to Alicent. Whatever. And Viserys removes the hand of the kingpin from Otto's breast, thereby firing him. Yeah, see, that was... I could hear you getting choked up, MK. <laughs> what are you doing? You said, and fired him. <laughs> Your voice was weird. Because, because I also got choked up when it happened. And I, didn't I thought at all. to myself, why do I feel bad for Rasputin? Yes. This is what I was just going to bring I up. didn't feel bad for him at all. I don't feel you bad for him, up. but it's very hard to see. I think it's like a patriarchy thing because we're all so ingrained in a patriarchal system. So it's super uncomfortable to see powerful men be brought down we think they're, they're not fathers. supposed to be maybe but <laughs> it's uncomfortable it's uncomfortable to see someone get fired no matter who it is but i True. think he was a relic he was like a a part of the fabric of that he's, court he's mm-hmm. like joe biden kind of yeah joe but Biden's. so <laughs> It's one of those things where it's like, well, he's really terrible, but he's been there for so long. Like, isn't everything going to fall apart if he's gone? Like, yes, he was shitty, but he was a part of the system as it currently is. If he is gone, the system changes. And that's scary. Like, that's why, like, I feel like with feminism, too, like, there are feminists who believe the system needs to be completely 
burned to the ground and rebuilt. And there are feminists who believe, let's try to, you know, mend the system we're already in. It's hard for us to see him brought down because we don't know what's going to come from it. I think that, like, he has a lot of power still, even though he's no longer the hand. And who knows what he's going to do now that he's mad. <laughs> Rasputin was sad and crying. <laughs> so- and the king was mad and yelling at him. You did this, this, and this. I said, yep, you, true. And why do I feel bad for Rasputin? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was just like, but I thought we were friends. <laughs> He's like, I thought we were buddies. I didn't feel bad for him at all. Man, you just... <laughs> He's evil. MK, can I just tell did you... Did you hear when he said, you're the comeliest girl at court. Why do you destroy <laughs> yourself? <laughs> he didn't know how to deal with his, da- his daughter picking her fingernails. Okay. Okay, can I tell you what the most important thing of all this is? Can I tell you? Can you tell oh, me please, too? Please, please, man. Anybody? Please explain. I'll tell Libby. I'll tell you too. Lionel Strong. Oh, my God. It's going to be the new hand of the king. Hopefully. I mean, that would be a good decision. And then we'll secretly see what his real motives are. <laughs> his true colors secretly. will shine through. The king won't see it, but we will. <laughs> I don't, like... If you're so in love with him, like, why can't you just trust that he's, like... No. <laughs> we they, they gave us nothing on him. Okay. Who's your favorite character, MK? I mean, Libby. Right now, if I had to ask you, who's your favorite character? Who is it? Lionel Strong. Kristen. <laughs> yeah, I guess Kristen. Isn't that fucked up? No, why would that be fucked up? Because he's a side character. Actually, side characters are usually the best. I don't mind Rhaenyra. I like her in this episode, even though she's cuckoo. I don't dislike her, that's for sure. Doesn't this make her character more complex, layered? Like an anti-hero, almost? Tony Soprano? You guys ever watch The Sopranos? No. No. So Tony so, so Tony. so Tony Soprano is like a sociopath, and he hurts people, and he does terrible things. But at the end of the day, you're still rooting for him for some reason. Mm-hmm. Same with Walter White. Maybe Rhaenyra's turning into an anti-hero. I don't, I think. Her moral compass is kind of, ooh. I think Damon's more what they're going for there. I think that's what they wanted us to think Damon was going to be. But now Damon. Okay. That, I, I could buy that. Is turning into something else. <laughs> Let me wake a, up. Yeah, I know. Okay, Kissy, sorry. Kissy, wake up. It's getting late. I don't like this. <laughs> it's, it's like three in the morning out here. <laughs> in the, so the last scene. Our city. Grand Maester Melos uh, goes into Rhaenyra's room. He's like, all right, here's the moon tea. And she's like, what? What are you talking about? And he's like, oh, Viserys wants you to drink this concoction to destroy whatever might grow in your womb. And uh, it's basically plan B. Yes. Yeah. So it's like some milk moon tea plan of, some B. Some milk of the puppy. <laughs> and I said I was wondering what their birth control was because I didn't want my girl to get pregnant. So he brings her that and she kind of just seems like stunned and he just like leaves the room. And, and she doesn't drink it on camera. Yeah, she doesn't drink it I don't think on she's camera. Drink it. Oh. Do you? I hope she does. Oh, what if she gets pregnant with Kristen Cole's baby and says it's Damon's? Damn. Because everyone thinks that because of the rumor. 
And then it comes out with like brown hair and brown eyes. <laughs> they're like, what? And they're like, <laughs> but I hope she takes it. So that's the end of the episode. Do we have any conclusive thoughts? It was a very horny ep. I felt icky afterwards. I'm glad we didn't watch this one together. We don't watch any of them together. Uh, the first one. The first one on that little laptop. We'll have to watch the last the season finale together if I'm still on the show. I've been getting a lot of offers. I'm sure. Always remember, you guys. Do we think the sea snake is actually willing to do this marriage? I kind if of. If he's marrying his daughter to someone in. I kind of hope so. I kind of hope so. He'd be crazy to turn that down. What his son would be, King. royalty. Did either of you see the preview for next week? No, because I don't do that anymore. Yeah, it didn't seem clear though. <laughs> it was very unclear what was going on, but it looks like Rhaenyra and Viserys go to see the sea snake, and like a huge fight breaks out. Sea snake. And it looks like Kristen is like Kristen is like fighting people in it, and then like Lenore is fighting too, but they're not fighting each other necessarily. But like people are fighting, mm-hmm. like in a ballroom or in a mm-hmm. whatever those are called. Yeah. Like a big meeting room. <laughs> party room. <laughs> Why are they in a party room? What are they called? Like It's like a hall. A great hall or something? Yeah, like some sort of great hall. People That's just like Harry start killing each other. I don't know why. Tiger is there. They came to the great hall. <laughs> there's like there's like floating candles. I don't Sir know. Sir Nicholas Flamel is there. Oh, oh my Wait, God. who are the ghosts? <laughs> I told you guys to stop watching those. You're going to watch those. I, I like to. Harry Potter. <laughs> He's talking about the preview for the no. next episode. Oh, I did. Or inside the episode. Well, I don't watch those ones I don't because care. Watch you ruined you them. Want. Because people have been talking about how candid and cute the interviews are with the actors. People. And that makes I don't me know, the internet. You're on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> We're moving on to our final segment of What Has Enchanted Us This Week. I will go first. I watched I watched the show called Pretty Little Liars Original Sin. All right, everybody, that's Is a wrap. That's what you're gonna fucking pick. Let's uh let's wrap up the episode. Uh, oh no, here where's the button? So, just... so it's a pretty little liars spin-off tape show. Um and it's like much more horror. Like the genre is much more horror than the other show. What? And there's like, it's like a soap opera. It's, but like in a fun way, it's so over the top dramatic. Like nothing makes sense. The high school has a, like a full out ballet program and like a really intense, like college level film program and like nothing about it makes any sense, which is amazing. Just Mm. great stuff. The acting is like not great and super over the top, but it's just like, it's fun. It's just kind of like campy. Interesting. Weird. Speaking of campy, my ch- pick for this week is Only Murders in the Building, uh, season two. I loved it. I thought it was really well done. They did a great job of moving on from the first season because I was kind of like, this just seems like it should be over now. 
But they did a really good job of like bringing in a new story that really wrapped, wrapped in well with the story that came from season one. Yeah, I agree. It wrapped well with, like, related to the first season very well. Yeah, it in did. unexpected ways. And I just really love the relationship between uh, Martin Short, Steve Martin, and uh, Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez, like, they're just like a really. It's a sweet dynamic. They're kind of like her weird uncles that you know she like doesn't really she's like I shouldn't be hanging out with them but like they also kind of take care of her and know they're just all really funny together and the parts kind of near the end she's just like blatantly annoyed with them and a lot of different things and it's so funny it almost seems real like I'm like (laughs) she almost like legitimately like seems annoyed with them which was like really funny but Martin Short like just always makes me laugh like him and his dips I just can't and like Steve Martin I don't know like sometimes I like him sometimes he bothers me he has his moments yeah but those two together are like golden you know yeah like, I basically, like, love everything Martin Short does, yeah. like, in that show and, in, like, in God. general. I Even, just... like, the dad jokes and just, like, all the jokes that are, like, so, like, bad, I'm, like, laughing on the floor. Like, I'm just, like, this is too much. I just wonder, I wonder about season three, like, if it'll go, if it'll feel, because season two felt so connected to season yes. one, and I think that's part of why I feel like it was it worked it worked mm-hmm. and it kind of seems like for season three they're going like a completely different direction right I'm like I wonder if that'll work or not so I guess we'll see loved having Tina Fey in there I wish she was in it just like a little bit more <laughs> at the end when they do kind of like the reveal scene of like who the murderer is I definitely had like 30 Rock vibes like I was like oh I have to go back and watch 30 Rock like I just missed that comedy of just like when they're doing the slow motion and then he's got the tomato, like just the most ridiculous stuff, you know. Anyways, love it. I love her as like a villain. <laughs> yeah. She's so good. Well, I'm sure this is gonna be cut. Well, because <laughs> the guys decided to talk about only murders in the building for 20 minutes. <laughs> so on Sunday. All day long. If you say football, I will get up. And what leave. had enchanted me was <laughs> football season, baby. Oh. Are you serious? Wait, did you? And I woke up and I watched football from what? 12 o'clock. So you're serious. P.M. Until 10 o'clock P.M. And I went to bed. This is an anti-football. <laughs> and all I'm going to say out there, everyone out there, listen to the podcast. Okay. That the Minnesota Vikings suck are going to the Super Bowl. Quote me on this right now. (laughs) If we can beat the Packers, we can beat anyone. Did we beat the Packers? We killed the Packers. We tromped them. And they're good or something? Was Aaron Rodgers there? Was Tom Brady there? Aaron Rodgers was there and he was he was he was mad and and sad and he's still playing grumpy. He was just you should have saw his face. He was like, hmm. Was Randy Nobody Moss can there? catch. Hmm. The best story. Stop I'm, asking about Randy. The best story. My question was relevant. Hold on. I asked about a player. The on best the story team. I have about the Vikings is one time Libby said, <laughs> "Shut up." I am the biggest Vikings fan, and I said, "Really?" No, I didn't say that. I said, "Really." And I said, name some players on the team. 
And she, she said, Adrian Peterson. And then he showed up on the screen and she said, who's he? He's hot. So that's Adrian Peterson. Get the fuck out of here. You're lying. That was an iconic moment. <laughs> why would I ever say that I was a fan I don't of know why you no, would. Because you were trying what, to seem cool. Okay, this is what I thought happened. I thought she said, oh my God, I love Adrian Peterson. Peterson so hot. And then he came up on the screen. She, Who's Who's that? <laughs> He's hot. Whoa. Um, you know, Adrian Peterson just is got knocked out. Is this Adrian Peterson just got knocked out in a in like a celebrity boxing match. Does he even play football anymore? No. Okay, I didn't think so. He's too old. Oh. I mean Aaron Rodgers was. But still he just there. keeps doing stupid things. He'll he'll be the best running back the Minnesota Vikings ever had. But he just keeps doing weird, dumb things. Like getting in a fight with his girlfriend wife on a plane and then getting thrown off the plane. Let's not get into this now. Yeah, no, we don't okay, care. <laughs> we don't care. Um, <laughs> so what has enchanted you this week, just to get that, just to be clear, is football. It's the beginning of fantasy football. If you so, come back here with that shit yeah, again, we okay. will not allow <laughs> so, I, know, I literally couldn't remember if I watched a movie or anything. I, it is fantasy football season as well. And I'm in four leagues, so I have four teams. So fantasy, right? This is a fantasy podcast, correct? Mm-hmm. Football. <laughs> You're allowing that? So I could hashtag fantasy football in this Instagram Yes, post. you could. <laughs> I'm two and two. Cool story, bro. Sorry for taking up your time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was Everyone, what this, I was saying in the this Senate. This is Brother Ted like, signing will... off. I'll never... I'd like to reclaim my time. I'd like to, uh, or I'd give up my time. What do you <laughs> I concede my time. I concede what my time to this. To yeah, the... I concede my time to the sisters. Only murders in the building. The sisters who saga. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it for this episode of Sisters Who Saga. And remember, you are my political headache. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Laters. <laughs> he's he's still workshopping. Laters, bros. <laughs>